Well, today we have a slightly different type of episode. We have done this previously, um, and this episode is going to be a quick introduction to a new set of episodes that we're beginning. So we have a running series that deals with world revolutions. So far, we've discussed revolutions in Cuba, France, America, and in England. And today, we're actually going to add to that by um, beginning our journey into the Troubles, a conflict centered in Northern Ireland um, in the last half of the 20th century. And if you're, you know, even a little bit older than Tyler and I, you likely remember the Troubles. They were dramatic international news. Um, It's something you probably can remember having happened. There were various ceasefires throughout the years. The violence kind of ebbed and flowed. Sometimes it was very intense. Other times it would cool off for periods. Um, but it did eventually culminate in a peace agreement when Tyler and I were in grade school. Um, before we go any further, I would like to recognize this is a World Revolutions series. And Tyler and I went back and forth on whether or not the Troubles should be included in this series. Because it's really not, in a, the strictest sense, a revolution but we decided to include it. Um, we hear you. We hear you barking, big dogs. It's not exactly a revolution, <laughs> but um, it's a very similar kind of um, conflict. And as a matter of fact, that's one thing that draws me to it is um, historians and people often don't quite know how to categorize um, the troubles. And um, if I had to summarize what the troubles were, I thought about this a lot. And hopefully my understanding will grow as we go but my summary would basically be this was a conflict on the island of ireland concerning the control of a small chunk of the north part of of the island Um, it was claimed in some way or wanted to be claimed by the united kingdom and the republic of ireland which are two separate nations Um, and the definitions of nation and Terminology is going to be really important in all of this, so it's, it's going to be fun to dive in. Um, but essentially, some people wanted the, um, the chunk in Northern Ireland that was nominally British to stay with the United Kingdom. And others said, we want a united Ireland. Give us that chunk back, please, and we will. the whole island will just be uh, Ireland. And the island of Ireland itself is made up of four provinces, essentially. And the province of Ulster is kind of the north province. And that's basically the disputed chunk that we're talking about. And we're going to hear a lot about Ulster as we move along in this series. Um, If we ask Wikipedia for the definition, they say that the Troubles were an ethno-nationalistic conflict in Northern Ireland that lasted from the late 60s to 1998. And I think that almost every word in that description is complicated. Um, Not just because it uses big words like ethno-nationalistic, but for other reasons as well. And on that note, what is an ethno-nationalistic conflict? Well, an ethnic conflict, ethnicity, like I said, every word is tricky. Ethnicity is kind of tough to define. Um, Wikipedia calls it a grouping of people who identify with each other on the basis of perceived shared attitudes that distinguish them from other groups. So um, ethnicity is kind of fuzzy here. The ethnicity that we're dealing with are defined by essentially like the divide between Irish and um, British, the difference between Catholic and Protestant, um, etc. So we're talking about societal groups. Um, This is kind of how I view myself um, for various social reasons. But there's also it's an ethno-nationalistic conflict. 
It's a nationalistic conflict because we're discuss- uh, discussing nations. So there's also a conflict between nations over lines that are created on the maps by government, which is kind of irrespective of, you know, whether you're Catholic or Protestant, there's also a, a nation thing going on here. Um, it, the, one of the things that really interests me is this conflict, the Troubles, was um, Wikipedia list describes it as being primarily fueled by historical events, which is oh. um, kind of wild. Um, although it also has a ethnic and sectarian dimension. Um, it's also worth noting that we're going to be talking a lot about Protestant and Catholic. Those were kind of the main divides. Like if you were going to make this into a boxing match, it was kind of the Protestants versus, you know, Protestants in one quarter, Catholics in another. Um, but this at the same time, wasn't a religious conflict. Um, it wasn't a battle about doctrine or dogma in the way that, you know, we had Henry VIII saying, well, I want to be able to divorce my wife. So we've got to figure out a new kind of church system where that's allowed. That really isn't what's going on here, although the terms Protestant and Catholic are kind of useful placeholders. So all of that makes me, like I said, say this is really not a straightforward thing to describe. Um, maybe even the dates aren't straightforward. So Wikipedia lists it as starting in the late 60s and lasting to 98 or 90, 1999. But even this is not straightforward because, as we're going to see, the root causes go back much earlier. And the military campaign in Northern Ireland launched by the British government called Operation Banner didn't end until 2007. So basically everything here is really kind of messy, which is a great place for Race and Tyler to jump in because we like, you know, digging around in this kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, And however we define the troubles, what we can definitely say is a lot of people lost their lives and it underscored long standing divisions in Irish culture. Like if you even want to begin to understand Irish culture, you kind of have to dip your toes into this is like one of the things you got to understand. And um, like Wikipedia said, it's primarily rooted in history. So this is like a crash course in trying to understand modern day um, Ireland. The main participants were... um, First of all, there was the British state security forces, so like the British military. There were also paramilitaries, so like kind of militias or on their own sort of um, groups that were loyal to the British. So there's the British military and their kind of um, paramilitary underlings. There's also Republican militaries, meaning um, those fighting for the Republic of Ireland, for a unified Ireland. So uh, paramilitaries fighting against the British crown and their paramilitaries. Um, so it's very complicated, <laughs> which is one reason um, I'm, I'm really happy we're doing this, because um, essentially one of the purposes that this podcast serves in my life is I really wish I understood this topic better. How about me and Tyler take a couple weeks kind of reading about it, talking about it, and I get to hear Tyler explain it to me. <laughs> and so hopefully I'll be able to understand it a little bit better. But that's just in general kind of what we're diving into. Yes, and I feel uh, the reverse is true. I'm really excited for Race to explain the troubles to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled about this series because this is also something that I am not very well versed in at all. Um, but as Americans in the 2020s, uh, it comes up, you know, it's in a lot sure. of media that we see. Uh, the British Isles are our cousins across the Atlantic. You know, there's there are things that we should know about the troubles and I find it to be kind of a blind spot that we're not educated better about these things. I don't know if totally. that's nice for you. No, total. That's totally right. I would also say like 
the Irish um, are one of the main like immigrant blocks of the United States. So like in yeah. a way that maybe other like cultural moments don't pop up in American culture. Like there's just a lot of Irish people here. So that's the kind of thing you hear about, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's so true. And, you know, I mean, that's driven so much of our cultural history. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is a popular holiday in the United sure. States, whereas St. David's Day is not. <laughs> right. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Welsh holiday. Oh, okay. I should know that. All Apparently all Davises are Welsh. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. It's like a Welsh last name. And I knew we were Welsh, but I think I might be very Welsh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, you got to wear red on uh, St. David's Day. Oh, here we go. Tyler explaining stuff to me. <laughs> well, I'm very excited for this series. And we did want to give a kind of a sense of where we're headed with this series. Uh, and we've got four episodes planned for it. At the very end of the series, we will wrap up the story, like Ray said, about 1998, maybe a little bit further uh, with the Operation Operation Banner ending in about 2007. But for the beginning of the story, we're going to go back further. And we actually need to go quite far back in order <laughs> to deal with this. So our first episode will begin in the 12th century, which is when the Anglo-Normans invaded the island of Ireland. And we'll talk about how this invasion planted the seeds for division that would happen much later. Then we'll jump ahead to the partition of Ireland, which happened in 1921. And this was still decades before the troubles would officially begin. But you know, at this point, the seed was planted long ago. And by the time we get to the 1920s, there's already a tree in place and it's very divided. In the third episode, we'll talk about Operation Banner itself. This is what is officially uh, kind of, in other words, referred to as the Troubles. And then we'll close out the series by looking at the Good Friday Agreement, which happened in 1998 and may or may not have been the end of the Troubles. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm so I'm so excited to get into all of those. And I did want to maybe end on kind of explaining why at least I personally am interested in this. I realized as I sat down, I was like, there are a lot of things, um, a lot of media and culture that has kind of pointed me to like, oh, I don't like you were saying, Tyler, it's kind of a blind spot for me, but mm -hmm. a lot of people sure are talking about it. Um, and maybe the biggest one, at least um, recently for me, if um, listeners can hearken back to one of our, um, I think it was the end of 2022 episode, maybe 2021, where we were talking about our favorite um, TV of the year, you said you got to watch this show called Dairy Girls. Yes. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that was the end of 2021. That was 2021. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, okay, is that about a bunch of girls on a cattle farm? And you laughed at me and you're like, no, as in dairy, as in a city in Northern Ireland. So I eventually decided to watch it. And I think that Dairy Girls is some of the best TV I've seen in a decade. Oh, I have to agree. It's, it's so, funny. it's so funny. It's yeah. so moving. The acting is amazing. It's the the writing. I mean, everything about it is. I don't know what it has like on the rating, you know, on IMDb or whatever. But it's it's close to a solid ten for me. There's like nothing about it I don't love. 
So um, praise be to Tyler for introducing me to Dairy Girls. I'm so glad you did that. It came directly from this podcast. Um, I'm so glad. Oh, oh, I just I recommend it to everybody. I'm trying really hard to get my sister to watch it because I know she'll love it. Um, Just a great show. So that I mean, that show is explicitly reference like it's set in northern ireland during the troubles Mm -hmm. and while it's not like a really a political show at all that is the background and kind of the the movement of the episodes is often like you know there's young people experiencing these things in northern ireland um so it's super cool but there's a lot of other stuff too i recently watched the movie belfast which is a kind of a straightforward political movie by Mm -hmm. kenneth brahma um about his growing up in the you know in the um in the second half of the 20th century in um, Northern Ireland. Um, and there's also some music, surprisingly. So I, there's a song that I've always liked by U2 called Sunday Bloody Sunday. Um, U2, being an Irish band, has many overtly kind of um, political songs, particularly about the Troubles. Um, I always knew that that was talking about some bad stuff that had happened in Ireland, but I didn't really understand and still, you know, I'm still excited to learn more about that. Um, and then the other one, probably second only to Dairy Girls that has um, really captured my interest is, and this is a little stereotypical uh, or a little kind of cliche for when you're talking about the troubles, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> and it's, um, it's the song Zombie by the Cranberries. So any like uh, documentary and even the show Dairy Girls itself, any kind of media dealing with the cran- or with um, the troubles Zombie by the Cranberries is going to be on the soundtrack because mm, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the song of the troubles. It's a very, very beautiful and haunting song. Um, and it is explicitly discussing kind of the pain that Ireland is going through as a result of this violence that's going on um, in Northern Ireland. And I recently read the Wikipedia page for the zombie music video, the music video for the song zombie Um it is pretty wild. They lied about why they were wanting to film in Northern Ireland. Whoa. They were like, oh, this is for a documentary, not like a political song denouncing the violence. And the British military was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> and like they kind of tricked their way in. And there's a bunch of shots of children playing in the streets. And my wife and I have discussed it because our daughter really likes this song for whatever reason. It's kind of a dark song for a child, but she does. (laughs) And we've talked a lot about the video and we're like, well, surely all of these kids are actors because it's very well like um, it's just kind of these haunting scenes of them like playing with fake guns and running through all of this like graffitied kind of like rubble. And it's like, oh, I see there, you know, the juxtaposition of the children and the soldiers but all of those children were just candidly playing in the street. And so if you haven't seen the music video, that's a great little taste of what we're going to kind of get into. But those children aren't actors. None of it was set up. They literally just kind of lied their way into following some British soldiers in uh, Northern Ireland on patrol, captured some footage, and then made one of the most like famous music videos of the 90s all by kind of lying the way <laughs> so super interesting story but all of those things together um have made me think i really should understand this conflict a little bit more some amazing art has come out of it and people obviously want to express um express themselves about it so i'm i'm really excited to dive into this like we said um the other thing that i'm that i'm excited for is it really isn't easy to pin the troubles down otherwise i, I feel like i would have understood it a long time ago 
Yeah. If it was like, oh, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys, great. Like, you know, here was the war, bada bing, bada boom. But it's just, it's so complicated on kind of every level. Um, and so we're just, we're so, so, so stoked. There's two points that I want to make before we end. Um, the first, we have a not insignificant percentage of our listeners are from the British Isles and Ireland. Um the vast majority of our listeners are from the United States, which makes sense. Um, I think most of them are my sisters, honestly, but that's a different story. Um, but we have a, a, like the second most listened demographic comes from the UK. And so there, um, please forgive us is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the amount of information we're going to be glossing over would be hilarious if it weren't so staggering. We're trying to cover a lot. So be patient. Um, and this is an important and live topic to people. Um, mm -hmm. Brexit has kind of inflamed this again. Oh. And so um, this is like not ancient history. People are still very sensitive about this. So please take this, these episodes for what they are, which is just two curious, interested Americans trying to understand and discuss a complicated issue. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of stuff wrong. And that leads me to my second point, which is I, and I think i'll include tyler in on this as well we are probably not going to be able to pronounce any of the irish words that come up any uh, of the gaelic like just a big sorry from the beginning to any of our irish listeners we're gonna do our best That's we'll try <laughs> no promises no footnotes today thanks for listening if you'd like to follow the show, you can check us out on Instagram at Race and Tyler Talk Wikipedia, or you can find us on Twitter at Race and Tyler Pod. We'll see you next time. <laughs>